Greetings and welcome once again to Infralogic's Crossroads, the podcast, the Asia-Pacific edition. My name is Robin Ganguly and I'm the Asia-Pacific Head of Content for Infralogic, Information and Spark Spread. I have with me also Rohan Sharma, our South Asia reporter based in Mumbai. It is our privilege today to host one of India's most prominent and dynamic policymakers, a man who has vowed to tackle red tape, reduce delays and modernize the nation's road sector. And many say he is well on his way to achieving those goals. This is, of course, Mr. Nitin Gutkari, India's keenly watched Minister for Road Transport and Highways. Mr. Minister, a very, very warm welcome to the program. Thank you. To set the stage, sir, could you give us an insight into your vision for India's road sector in the next five and ten years? In the next five years, we plan to develop around 60,000 kilometers of highways under Bharat Mala Phase 1 and Phase 2, with an overall capital expenditure over more than 20 lakh crore. Already in Bharat Mala first phase, we have already started the work of 20,000 kilometer. This is already under construction. Now in Gati Shakti, Gati Shakti, the scheme which is already launched by the Prime Minister, we have already the, the Prime Minister has given us a mandate to increase the national highway length from 1,47,000 km to 2 lakh km. And Bharat Mala 2 is in the research stage. Uh, we are in the preparation stage. And 100% we will planning for that. And it is going to change the total scenario of road infrastructure in the country. My aim is, my mission is to make Indian road of that standards which equivalent to USA within five years. And that is exactly the mission, and we are trying for that. We are also to monetize road of the tune of rupees more than 3 lakh crores through various modes of monetization. Out of this, approximately rupees 25,000 crore is already realized, and the process has already started. And we are getting very good response from the investor. In the next 10 years, India will have a world-class network roads and highways with the completion of Bharat Mala scheme and overall of Bharat Mala Pariyojana and after that it will going to be changed the total scenario of road infrastructure in the country. We are giving the highest priority for development of uh, hilly area, particularly hilly states and we are giving priority for northeast that is Arunachal, Meghalaya, Tripura, Assam because they are socially, economically, educationally backward. We are giving special priority for Jammu and Kashmir. We have already started making of tunnels, roads, highway, at least of 1 lakh crore in Jammu and Kashmir. And we are making also roads in Uttarakhand, Himachal, everywhere. And we are making 22 green express highways. That is very important by which that is connectivity to the port, airports will be easy. It is going to reduce the logistic cost. And that is really very much important for the Indian economy for the growth. At the same time, as a transport minister, we are also trying to connect our road network, not only to the capital or district places, but we want to develop tourism. We are making already complete the project of Bhagwan Buddha, Bhagwan Gautam Buddha circuit that costing 20,000 crore. We have now on Ramajanaki circuit that is also very important. We are also making our connectivity to Bangladesh, Bhutan, and uh, to the uh, particularly, which is very important, 
by road connectivity we can connect it to the different part of the world so i am confident that the integration between road waterways sea transport aviation and railway by which this gati shakti yojana will give new boost up to the our infrastructure we are already making 100 airports and the things are moving very fast i am confident that india is going to be emerge as one of the important country as far as the infrastructure is concerned and i am confident that our infrastructure will be landmark and which will be within 5 years which will be equivalent to usa and that is exactly our target and dream and we are doing uh, very very seriously strong efforts for completing the dream of our prime minister about atmanirbhar bharat thank you mr minister that, that's excellent and you know this strikes a personal chord with me because when you say the northeast i grew up in a place called darjeeling and my colleague rohan he's from assam and you know your mention of the usa so i've also heard that you know somewhere in your office there hangs a sign which says roads build the country rather than the other way around you know your program that you've mentioned so you've you've said in the past that you would like foreign capital to fund road construction how do you plan to attract foreign investors for greenfield projects because they seem to be interested mostly in operational assets in november 2020 we have revised the model concession agreement for hybrid annuity mode in order to make the risk sharing mechanism more favorable for the private sector it has addressed issues regarding change in ownership exit option shifting of utilities and maintenance during construction period financial close and payment during construction period applicable bank rate and mobilization advance termination payment and dispute resolution nhi has also revamped the bot toll model so that private sector consumers are interested in investing in bot toll projects as well the revised mca has addressed the issues regarding project preparation and conditions precedents dispute resolution and limitation of liability ease of doing business incorporation of new policies such as policy for harmonious substitution policy for resolution of stuck projects and other miscellaneous reform such as use of latest technology for traffic and road condition monitoring overall we are planning to develop specialized classes of investor in the country like institutional investors construction agencies toll collection agencies operation and maintenance agencies who can combine their expertise to offer the best solution to the indian road sector and i also feel that there is a huge opportunity for pension fund for insurance fund because in the dollar the return which you are getting as compared with we can offer you the fixed return we can give you the fixed return in nhi is a triple a rating and strong our toll income is 40000 crore presently and within 5 years it will go up to 140000 crore even some of the investor if they need we can make the extra account and i am confident that it is a golden opportunity for investor to get good returns in investing in road infrastructure now we are in the we are making trying to find out the solution that because the hedging is a from my ministry it will be difficult for me i need approval from the reserve bank and uh, and uh, finance ministry but any fund if they want to take the risk on hedging basis if they want to invest in india 100% it is really a golden opportunity 
and my suggestion to all of you that if you have any new suggestion new model by which we can attract this investment we will encourage the people presently the indian banks indian institutions are giving good response we don't have any shortage of money for infrastructure road infrastructure we are getting good response from the all our model hybrid not bot every type of model we are getting good response from the investor and i am confident there will be no shortage as far as the resources are concerned for road infrastructure in india thank you sir mr gadkari my colleague rohan is going to ask you uh, the next question rohan go ahead sure thank you robin in the last few months bidding to develop projects has become very aggressive in epc definitely but also in ham and we've seen very few small players for the first time because of all the changes that have been made in the bidding norms some time back uh, they are also now uh, eligible to bid and they are bidding and they are becoming very aggressive with 10% difference to nhi estimates as compared to 25 to 30% last year the difference between uh, now and last time when bidding was aggressive is that industry professionals are now talking about it and they are fearful of a repeat of the previous scenario what happened is there a recognition also in the government that something needs to be done to curb this or how are you looking at it actually we have learned the lesson from the adverse situation which are witnessed during the early part of last decade the contract have been restructured in such a manner to ensure appropriate risk allocation and fair distribution of responsibilities between the parties we have been in regular touch with the bankers and we have advised that they should refrain from funding projects which according to them won't be viable on account of aggressive bidding by the bidder and i feel that there is a competition we are transparent time bound result oriented and corruption free so at the same time it is the opportunity for everybody and we are very open for any change so always we are interacting with the stakeholders and whatever the good suggestion from them we are always ready to consider all the suggestions and recommendation given by the stakeholders so we are in the pro- constantly in the process and i feel that we are getting good response and every day by the system we are improving the system and i am confident that if any people like you if you want to suggest something 100% we will work on that and we will think how to make more perfection in the system you know that's that's a really refreshing outlook i'm based in in hong kong and i meet lots of infra- infrastructure investors you know from the us from europe and also from the asia pacific and i shall we shall pass this this message on mr mr gadkari the next question is you know the indian government in august announced an 81 billion dollar privatization pipeline for the next 4 years of which i understand that roads will account for about 20 21 billion dollars what will be your strategy for asset monetization will you transfer more profitable toll projects to the nhi invit for bigger investors and bid out smaller projects in tot to to domestic companies what is the view that foreign investors should take uh, especially since many of them say they you know they seem to want larger projects the main objective with respect to asset monetization is to make funds available for facilitating infrastructure creation in the future my ultimate aim with this exercise is to ensure maximum possible realization of funds through monetization of the assets in this regard our strategy will be to identify good quality monetizable assets conduct preliminary analysis to zero down on the mode of monetization that is toll operate transfer invit 
or securitization and the packaging of the bundles and finally taking the necessary measures for running the procurement process in a smooth and timely manner. The foreign investors and domestic investors should consider investing in both TOT and INVIT based on their current analysis of the project bundles. We are also looking to revise our INVIT strategy to allow smaller investors to participate in the instrument. And I'm confident that, that the small investor 100% will give good response. In the Indian capital market, this actually presently the uh, interest rate on deposits is, is uh, compared with the previous year, it is now reducing. So by giving the fixed assurance to the small investors, we can get good attractive investment in the road infrastructure. Our cooperative bank, urban cooperative bank, then our carbon cooperative societies, they have got the huge fund is available. And now our idea is to take all this fund for using infrastructure in the country. And they will get good return because as far as the deposit rate is concerned, we will give 2%, 3% more than that. So first of all, in India, it is the time for all of us to develop insurance economy, pension economy, and share economy. As far as the world is concerned, it is the time for Indian economy to develop all these three sectors very rapidly. And we are now developing the habit in the mind of the people to invest in the share economy in the capital market. And NHI has got the tremendous huge opportunities by which the small people can invest and they will get the good returns. But at the same time, we are keenly interested. Already the 100% FDI allowed in infrastructure with direct route, there is no problem. And even some of the investors, if they are ready to invest in NHI, I am ready to sit with them to find out the option. My only thing is that the dollar rupees fluctuation, but presently the growth rate is good. Now it is up to you people like you to, to take the decision at the time of the investment, whether it need hedging or not. But at the same time, I feel that Indian economy is day by day becoming a stronger economy. So there is a huge opportunity to investment in India. And uh, I will request you, even for that, if some the direct investment the people are ready with NHI, we can think about any other new model, mm -hmm. which anyone have already have some proposal for that, we are ready to consider. And we will think on that line to make it possible to that they can invest in India. Just a quick follow-up question, sir. So, you know, if somebody does have a suggestion, you've mentioned this a few times, and like I said, it's a very refreshing view. So if somebody does have, uh, you know, the KKR, Black Rocks, et cetera, of the world, if they do have a suggestion, who should they send it to? Actually, my suggestion is one like to give it to NHI chairman and other is the one copy give to minister, as a minister to me, to my private secretary, and we can work on it and we can call them, we can discuss them, and we will 100% Whatever the appropriate thing we need to implement for that, we will think and we will consider on that. Thank you. Following up on that, how many TOT bundles are expected by the end of this fiscal year through March 2022? And what is the value of projects planned for transfer to the INVIT in the next round, if you could give us uh, some idea? As on that, NHI has already invited the bids for TOT bundles 6, 7 and 8. The bidding process is underway and the bidders are conducting the necessarily due diligence in connection with the investment in these bundles. 
we have already started due diligence on 45 road stretches to develop a complete pipeline of projects to be monetized. And I'm confident that 100% we will expect a good response from the investor. Now also the good thing is that the Indian investors are also taking interest in TOT mode. That is exactly again a good thing for us. So we our idea is to make the small size of bundle by which they can afford to invest in infrastructure in the country. Just moving on to uh, you know to to technology, if you could just tell us you know what are the plans to develop charging infrastructure uh, as your ministry is also been seeing as giving a boost to electric vehicles. Are you planning any PVPs for this sector? In order to promote EVs, it has been made compulsory to include EV charging station at the wayside amenities. We are making 350 wayside amenities. In this year, NHI has awarded 39 contracts for development of wayside amenities across the country, mm -hmm. in which inclusion of EV charging stations is compulsory. And in the next five years, it is planned to develop wayside amenities at more than 600 locations all of which having the necessary EV charging infrastructure. The Department of Heavy Industries awarded the work of establishment of EV charging stations for 16 national highway and expressways to Energy Efficiency Services Limited. In this regard, ESL has entered in MOU with NHI in order to facilitate the establishment of EV charging stations. As on debt, EESL is conducting feasibility studies to identify the specific location on the highways and expressways for setting up a charging stations. So 100% there is a huge opportunity. Now the public places like malls, like police, uh, bus stations, railway stations, parking places, then offices, everywhere there is a great opportunity for making electric charging stations. And the most important thing is now, either for e-vehicle, two-wheeler or four-wheeler, the charging, already charging equipment is already is given by the company, manufacturing company to the consumer. So he can make the charging in his house also. So there are some people, they have solar charging system on the rooftop. So they can use that solar power for charging also. So there is a different initiative taken by the different type of people. And our priority is to maximum use of solar power for e-vehicle. And that is exactly to be import substitute, cost-effective, pollution-free and indigenous. In our power basket, the 38% of the power is from solar power. So to increase more production for green energy, exactly that is the priority for our country. Thank you, Mr. Gadkari. Finally, one quick question. Uh, you know, from your perspective, from what you see, what do you think... Is there a message that you'd like to send out, like overall message that you'd like to send out to foreign investors looking to invest in, in, in India? Indian economy is the fastest growing economy. And the Indian infrastructure is changing every day. India has got the maximum young, talented engineering power available in the country. We have got a different type of industry, the raw material which is available. And Indian economy is now, the growth rate is high. And our exports are also increasing. And that is the reason I will appeal all the investors that India is the best destiny for investment. 
and exactly as far as the road infrastructure is concerned it is a golden opportunity you can check the credentials you can check the performance of our road sector anywhere in the country all over the whole world our our 100% our construction rate is now very good when i taken my charge as a minister it was coming to 2 km per day and presently it is 38 km per day we have already have two three world record we have constructed 2.5 km four lane cement concrete road in delhi mumbai highway near vadodara within 24 hours mm-hmm. then we have constructed 126 km bitumen road in uh, solapur vijapur section in 22 hours these are the world record we are the highest road construction 38 km per day in national highway this is also the world record so the quality and the construction rate and the phase in which we are using technology 100% i am confident that we are equivalent to international standards and that is the reason that i am going to appeal to all the stakeholders that indian road infrastructure industry the sector is one of the attractive sector and we, i am welcoming all of you to invest in india our prime minister narendra modi ji is also very friendly for foreign investment and we are welcoming all the stakeholders to come to india and invest in india mr gadkari thank you so much that was like really an educational and interesting interesting conversation uh, thank you once again from all of us at at infralogic information and sparks for speaking to us and i personally look forward to meeting you in person when i am in india next uh, thank you very very much mr minister thank you namaskar namaskar